This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Hey, It's hey. the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. Hey. Yo. What's Yo, up? What's hey, up? What's hey, up? What's, what's up, black people? So what's up, African Americans? How you doing? How you doing? Africans, West Indians. Hi, no everybody. Fear podcast. Yes. This is a lot of jump mess. Sorry. I. I saw it. <laughs> First of all, welcome to season four, episode two of who's, the All Love No Fear podcast. Um, somebody's telling me that I'm I'm making a face and I need to be nice. First of all, this face do what it do. Okay, it does things. It does things, and sometimes I just have questions and I just be wanting to know what's going on. Until I get answers, this gonna be a face. Yes, respectfully. Um, have, or not have, respectfully. You have questions and follow up questions, and you want those questions answered. Stay, I mean, listen, that's all I want in life is just have <laughs> yeah, my questions answered. Am I asking for too much here? You have questions or follow questions, and those questions would like the answer. I deserve. I feel. I deserve. I just. I just was trying to understand what all was happening. I was like, wait. So oh, those messages are Tahira being an old lady. What she said? <laughs> oh, FYI, tell the people on Patreon. Thank you for the support. Yes, we appreciate your support. I, we support every person who supports us. Yes, we appreciate y'all. Thank you, you so be much. Patreon for as little as three dollars. Three dollars. Only three dollars. <laughs> Only three dollars. All right. Um. Yes, Tara, we can see you there. Yes, we can see you. <laughs> we. I can't read your comments because I'm too far away I'm, I'm, from I'm, the I'm thing. I'm looking at you. But he can see because he's got all the gadgets and gizmos and what's it and who's it's on his phone. Yes. Tara, you're not that old. I don't know why you act too old with technology sometimes. You're not that old. I mean, old. technically, Marie, uh, Tahira is a Gen X. They're a little, they're yeah, a little challenged. She, 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 no, she's, she's like a Xennial. A Xennial? God bless you. Thank you. Like I don't a, have COVID, y'all. She, she's a Xennial, so she's like on that cusp. And she's leaning more towards the, the X cusp part in this moment. Yeah, she, she, she's more cusp. But, you know, she's she going through it. She's going through it. But it's all right. We're going to figure it out. So, careful. So careful. Yeah. So careful. Um, but yeah. Uh shout out to the people. This is the All Love No Fear Podcast with your host. I'm KB and this is Mr. Mark Meta Poetic Bennett. This is season four, episode two. Oh. Second episode in this Ugh. series. Back with the Patreon. Do, we are here. It. I'm trying to find We're all the ways YouTube. to say two in two language. Um live <laughs> live on YouTube. And we are just so happy that everybody's here to support and everything. Except you. you I'm see, trying to I'm trying to flex my language because you're not happy to support me on that at all. It's fine. Um, it's whatever. It's whatever. We. I, I do love you. I, yeah. My love for you is is so yeah, strong. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Is it? Is it strunk? Is it because I'm? Strunk. I was. I was trying to let people strong, know my strong my linguistic skills, and you just were not being supportive. So it's whatever though. It's whatever. 
Okay. So um <laughs> I supposed to say thank you for everybody who supports us. Thank you for everybody who listens to our podcast. We appreciate y'all. Tell a friend um, to tell a friend. Yes. Um you you know what you're listening on. I don't gotta tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever platform you're using, let's we thank you for thank you. using it. Thank you for using that platform you're using. I appreciate it. Um, I'm not gonna I don't have to tell you what you're using. You know what you're using. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um and we'll See you later. Um, we'll get right to it. See them later. I'm like, we we got we got them for another how, hour and a half. How, how how are your week? How was my week? Um, I went to bed at three a.m. every day and was uh, woken up round about seven ish, eight ish. Uh, it was rough. It was trash. Um, gotta do better. Gotta gotta do better. Um, my child is also trolled respectfully. Um, or maybe not respectfully. I don't know. She's a troll. Um, because. You know, every day she goes to school, Monday through Friday, and every day of the week, we had to go wake her up to get her ready for school. But you know what happened on Saturday? 7.15, bright and early. Morning, mommy. It's morning. It was morning every morning that we had to come wake you up the last five mornings. Why is it suddenly morning today on Saturday where you don't have nowhere to be? Please explain. And then she did it again yesterday, 645. I'm like, nah, you got to go back to your bed, sis. Like, I'm not, I'm not engaging you at 645 on a Sunday. No. Why not have me face? So I, mm-hmm. I politely plied her with some toys and sent her on her way to entertain herself until it was time for us to be doing the morning business. Because 645 on a Sunday, sis? Wild rude. Christy, Wild rude. I don't know if you know this, but Kristen's a very angry morning person. I am. <laughs> so I'm not pleasant. So and I don't to, care. I, I, I might have to start rescuing Avery. She, <laughs> the, the, real, the, the real gag of it all is that she walks right past your side yes, of the time, bed every time. to come to me. I'm like, he's right there. Yeah, every time. Ask him. No, you, it's actually more steps for you to get to me. But no, every time. And I just be like, sis, like, you're very cute and I love you, but you have to get out of my face. You have to. She won't. <sighs> she won't. Like, she climbed <laughs> in the bed this morning and I was just like, fine, just do it quietly because it's too early for all this. Go to sleep. Get out. Because she definitely pulled up this morning again at like, and I'm like, yeah, it's a school morning. I appreciate you. But like, also, why are you here at 645? What, what wakes you up that early? We, there's nothing we need to do that requires us to be up for 645. What do you want? What? She wants to see her mother because she loves her. I love her so much. She's amazing. She's the greatest kid on planet Earth. However, 645 is always too early to be approaching me. Every time. It's always too early. Work. Okay? Especially because I'm working from home. It would be different if we were like going to work work because then I'd be like, I'd already be up at 645. But Well, you hope. I hope. <laughs> um, if I'm not, then I'm dangerously late. But um, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't interested. But beyond that... Um, you know, and it's my fault because as the adult, I should know that if she's going to pull up at six forty-five, seven o'clock, that calculating like the the, the numbers with the math mathing. If I go to bed at three, math mathing, I only get three at max four hours of sleep, and you know that math maths every time. Yeah, and, and so and, and she, you know, she, and she's pretty consistent at getting up between seven and eight. So you should probably pull together. Right, right, right. I think I think I get offended when it's before seven thirty. Honestly, I'm very okay. highly offended. But you know, between but seven it, and eight it, is seven thirty. If you hit seven, seven oh five, like how how is yeah. it that I may be of assistance to you because it's you're early. I, I get what you're saying, but she has been like when she consistently does it, it becomes it becomes our fault. I just knew that I didn't like it. 
<laughs> and that's that's the bottom line. That's right. the that's the meat and potatoes. I didn't like it. All right, so let's. But it's whatever. Let's get right into our icebreaker. Are we calling it an icebreaker now? That's what it is. But we never said that. It's like kind of like a mystery about like what it was. It was like a game that we played. I don't like now. You're now you're. And next it. is our section of who knows. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? For. I don't know if this podcast is going to make it through this whole season because I'm already sick of you. Like, we are only on episode two. Who knows what's next? Let's find Do out. Do any of y'all want to come host this with Mark? Because I'm through. I can be a behind the scenes production who assistant. Who knows what's next? But I'm tired of this. I'm tired. <laughs> Truth is, I'm tired. All right. Because um, you want to come in here and change things up. I don't. It's been going for three seasons. Now you want to come in here and talk about icebreakers. Who said that? <laughs> who said that? No one said that. <sighs> Okay. Jesus. So we are now at our love it or lose, lose it. Hey, love it or lose it. Hey, 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 love it or lose it. Hey, love it or lose it. Hey, 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 I was just giving you praise, and here you go interrupting. <laughs> you got it. Let's sigh. This is what I have. I, where's HR? We need an HR because we I need, need, I, HR. need to, I need to report my grievances to somebody. We need an HR. We need an HR. Who will be our HR representative? I need an HR. This is too much. Okay, so love it or lose it. Uh, it's a little. It's a little game. A little icebreaker we do here, um, where we. We don't know what it is. <laughs> Is it icebreaker? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what it is? Why are you like Nobody this? Nobody knows what it is. It's, it's a confusing thing. Where is HR? I mean, I need to file a complaint. Nobody knows what I'm it is. I'm being harassed at my workplace, <laughs> and I don't like it, okay? I am just trying to do my job. Ms. Michaela said, Citadel can be our HR services. Please, thank you, Citadel, because we, we need HR, okay? Ooh, my head, my head wrapped on. Got, got all discobobulated, fooling with you. Um, yes, love it or lose it. It's a little game we play at the beginning of the pod. So basically, we have uh, four things that we kind of put on the table, and we have each person that's participating pick one that they would love forever and ever would never let go and one that they would throw in the trash uh, along with uh, I don't know many things that need to be thrown in the trash um, <clears throat> so many things need to be thrown in the trash I was trying to pick one but there's so many um, a lot of things that need to be thrown in the trash and so um, Every week we, we do this and uh, one person usually knows what the listing is. The other person does not. So it can be a surprise. So surprise icebreakers. That's what we do here. Surprise icebreakers. And so this week um, I decided to um, do a little twist or a little flip on last week's Love It or Lose It. So last week we did up and coming actors. And this week I decided to do established older statement actors. Older statesman. Older statesman. I said statement. Sorry. Y'all know what I meant. Word. Y'all so, know what I meant. Older statesman actors. I feel like we've done this before, but go ahead. Maybe not in the same context. Go ahead. Maybe. Something similar. Possible. Um, so the choices are. Yes. Morgan Freeman. Okay. Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. Denzel Washington. James okay. Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. Four iconic black actors who are all over the age of 60 and who are still gainfully employed. 
and pulling up to functions and getting checks. Um, May I um, suggest a, a replacement? Replacement for who? Um, James Earl Jones. Who would be your replacement? Lawrence Fishburne. I have to check if Lawrence Fishburne fits the age requirements. I believe so, but I could be wrong. Lawrence Fishburne. Let's see. How old is Lawrence Fishburne? Does he meet the meet the cutoff? He does not meet the cutoff. Oh, so in my mind he was. I was there. I was choosing sixty or older. Yeah, in my, in my Lawrence mind, Fishburne is fifty nine. <laughs> just just there. He will be fit. He will be sixty this year in July. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I, I specifically chose sixty and older people. Okay. All right. Um, the reason why I say that because I know I, I would probably out of those four lose James Earl Jones. Okay. And I don't know if he deserves a lose. <laughs> okay. But only because he's not. I don't know if he's in as much. But what he's in is iconic. No, it is iconic, and I I I, I, I think the things he are he is is in iconic roles. But I don't know if he's in enough diverse roles. Have you ever seen Claudine? No, I, I'm not saying he doesn't do diverse. <laughs> I'm just asking questions. I'm trying to know what you saw. Okay. I'm just saying he, he could be in a lot more diverse roles. I mean, he's also 90 years old. So in your defense, you may not know about a lot of his work. Okay. Because he's been on Broadway and, you know, done Shakespeare and things like that. Yes. He's a prolific actor. Prolific. Yes. Correct. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, it, 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 I, I guess like similar to what I was he's saying. He's King Jaffa Jaffa. What's the conversation here? <laughs> what are we talking Correct. about? He's King Jaffa Jaffa. And, 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 and to my point where I made last time, I was like, when I... My 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 uh, requirement for like an actor that I really would like is a little different sometimes mm-hmm. because I'm like it's not really how well they act or do lines or mm-hmm. do things in theater, but their range of talent. That's fine. So, All I'm saying so, is so it's like how they um, operate and what they do in different spaces and how they change up how they acting in different spaces. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's that's kind of how I rate. He his lane is fantastic, and he's a he's the greatest in his lane. Does that make sense? I understand. So like, I don't agree with you, but I understand. He's the greatest in his lane. He's the greatest. Like when he does speeches, when he does acting, when he, in terms of theater, he's fantastic. I, I think he's great in his lane, but I don't know if I will compare to the others. I've seen a a trend to Denzel, Samuel Jackson, and he said the other one was. Um, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I've seen um a larger diverse, like I, I, I like Morgan Freeman has changed up a lot more than I thought he would, mm-hmm. and does a lot more diverse things. Mm-hmm. And what and what what I've seen, but um, and 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 th- that's the reason I was trying to change it because like I don't think um he deserves to be lost. <laughs> but like out of those four, I'll do it. But I I, I believe that he. James Earl Jones has yeah. his, all his works are necessary. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I understand. Yeah, I understand. What did you lose? Um, Samuel L. Why Samuel? Like, like I like Samuel L. I do, but I just. I just don't know if I feel like his range of acting is as broad as the others. Like, I have a great deal of respect for what he's done and to be his age and still be... You said you don't think his acting is broad enough? 
I don't think so. Compared to the others. Like, both Morgan Freeman and James Earl Jones and Denzel have done, like, the Broadway theater, like... Okay, that's what you meant. Okay, like, got scope it. Got of, it. Got of, it. of things. So it's not just old TV and movies. Like, they've also been, like, on the stage, like, acting in front of live audiences. Um, and I actually saw Denzel uh, when they did The Iceman Cometh like two years ago so I was able it was long my god long but like to be able to see him like doing his thing like in the flesh it's like it really gives you an appreciation for um, actors who do that and so yeah while I enjoy Samuel L movies like Pulp Fiction Django you know all the Avengers Samuel L stay employed okay yeah you stay with a check and and, and also I I, I, the reason why I don't think I chose him because I feel like Many like there's a lot more performances of that he's done has impacted my life more than anything else. Okay, <laughs> okay, like um, just Pulp Fiction. Okay, <laughs> like just start. He, he has he has memorable lines. Oh, across absolutely, the, he absolutely. Has memorable lines in bad movies. Yeah, because he's yeah. he's been in some bad movies, but yeah. he's still like Snakes in a Plane is a terrible movie. Awful, but people Awful. still memorize that line. That that line, like it was like it was good. <laughs> And it wasn't like I like the way people were talking about it. I remember going to watch that movie and being like, "Y'all, no, that, that movie's Y'all. about snakes on a plane. There, Y'all. There's nothing else. Y'all. but well, there's no other premise. Snakes on the plane. I'm like, Y'all playing in my face now. That's, <laughs> that's, no that's what y'all doing. Y'all playing in my face at this so, point. So like the fact that he can he can pull a memorable line out of no matter what he does. Mm-hmm. Like it, when Sam, the thing is, I, I respect him because when he's in a movie, you gonna know he's in a movie. Yeah. It's not gonna be no like even oh. if he dies quick, like he died mad quick in like um, Deep Blue Sea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but people still remember him. <laughs> yeah, and I have a great remember. I have a great respect for him because I think I saw something. I was just looking it up while you were talking. That he is the highest grossing actor of all time because the films that he has appeared in have collectively grossed over twenty seven billion dollars worldwide. So Samuel L. gonna make a film one way or another. He gonna get a check, and so I have a great deal of respect for him. Like as uh, like Nick Fury. Yeah, like Nick Fury. He was doing that. Um, what else do you do? Coming to America. He actually wasn't in the Coming to America too, which is hilarious. But yeah, but he was in the first one. But people might not have remembered that. Um, I yeah. think that was actually his first acting role. Was yeah, Coming it was. to America. It was. So it's like he's been all over the place and been in all types of stuff. So you know, I have great, great respect for him as an actor. But yeah, I think the other three have a slightly more diverse acting portfolio in terms of things uh, that they. Um, have experience doing so. I would say him. Yeah, I, 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 I think his a lot of his lines a lot more impactful than um than the other ones for me. So I, I that's why I can't lose him for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the others you said um Denzel. it's Morgan Freeman, Denzel, and James Earl. Yeah, probably definitely Denzel. Okay, so that's love you love it. Okay, yeah. Um, and. And and I, th- I think it's the same thing with as I, as I said about um Samuel. He he has a lot more memorable lines. Mm-hmm. His he has a lot more diverse in terms of um his palette. Mm-hmm. His movies are very impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, like and like it's interesting, and I, I I think it's also interesting how like like it's not the same now, but like every time he would like do a role. Mm-hmm. He would be so engulfed in it that it kind of changes like how he operates and everything else. Mm-hmm. So like when he was doing Malcolm X, he used to do a lot more things in that field mm-hmm. <laughs> in terms of community service. Mm-hmm. When he like he, like he he kind of like engulfs that whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Like, and what, when I'm he, still mad Malcolm X didn't get any awards because Denzel did the acting, Spike Lee did the directing and the cinematographing. Yeah, I don't know why they did not. Well, I mean, I know why. Yeah, you know but, why. But you know, <laughs> I feel away because I'm like that movie is like amazing. And and when and when he does a certain role, everybody who creates movies wants him to do that role in their movie now. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like. After on um, Training Day, everyone's like, can, can I have that Training Day guy in this movie also? I was it's like, like can is, we, is this guy from Training Day again? Can we not? Like, that's what they're like. They try to typecast him and he keeps changing up. Yeah. And I mean, and, and I feel like there, were, there are people who are to this day still upset that he won the Oscar for Training Day. And it's like, no, I, 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 I can I, see why, though. Yeah, I, I think, once again, I, I think we talked about that in terms of misplaced anger yeah like I'm like are I, there I, other roles he could have won for yes yeah like it's it's, it's it shouldn't be upset with him because he's right. academy because academy is trash right yeah but no, don't upset right. with him I'm, I'm almost certain that Denzel did not go into the first day of shooting training day that thinking it was going to be an Oscar nominated yeah, movie yeah. He, he did not go into it thinking that he no. probably went into it being like this is just a movie I like the script I like whatever I want to do this role I'm pretty sure he did not go in there thinking this is an Oscar contender right. I'm sure he was just as surprised as you are that he won an Oscar for that right. but I also kind of see why to the people that judge the Oscars um, why that would have been something to award him for because Denzel's previous roles before that were nothing like that like the the, the problem about why we say that is because black people only um at that time, and that's we, what we're, we're doing. getting awards for for, for the nonsense, that, for non for stuff that were like we had to be um treat um act like that, mm-hmm. or be in like a slave movie. Like those, yeah. are the, those are the roles that or we were be gonna, young yeah. thought pockets because people yeah. was mad that Halle Berry won for like, Monsters Ball. Correct. Th- those are the roles that we will get an Oscar for. Yeah, and then we we won't get an Oscar for it. Like and that 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 that's what's the annoying to us. No, I, and I get it. I completely understand. I completely understand. But I could also make the argument from the point of somebody who is, you know, just out of touch with, with you know, our uh, people. You don't have to argue for them. And I'm not arguing for them. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I can see the logic of how they arrived that this is what he should win an Oscar for. Yeah, because they're trash. I can see it. The, I'm like the, the, uh-huh. the argument is that they're trash. I'm like Malcolm X wasn't it, but that this was all right, y'all. My um, love it. This is kind of horde. It's kind of horde. Like I'm going back and forth between Denzel and Morgan Freeman. Um But I think I'm gonna go with Morgan Freeman. Because I feel like Morgan Freeman has Morgan Freeman gives. Okay, he just gives. Like first of all, the voice, everything. Um then secondly, I feel like I've seen him in a variety of different types of roles and he's managed to like successfully convince me in all of them. Like I've seen him in dramatic. I've seen him in comedic. Like mm-hmm. I've seen him in like a bunch of different things. Like I've seen old clips of him like doing stage work and stuff like that. And it's just like I just admire how versatile he is as an actor. And this is not yeah, to say that I, others I aren't, but I feel like Denzel really shines as like a serious actor. Like some of his movies where he's kind of playing like a more comedic or attempting to kind of have like a slightly comedic thing like it doesn't hit the same for me like it's just kind of like okay like it's cool you doing your job but it doesn't hit the same for me like, he's, not, he's not done he's not known as like he'll, he even if he's in a comedian mm, movie yeah he's not he's not he's not known as the funny person the exactly world. yeah, I get yeah. You. like Morgan Freeman has like the, the capability to kind of like be all of that and it not seem like Denzel Washington's comedy is like her father. Yeah. 
It's like it's like it's like my my, my father's gambling. Like it's, you know, like when your father and your, your father's friends hang out and like they laugh. That's kind of his comedy. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like yeah, yeah, <laughs> like ha, like like, like yeah. It's like them them laughing around at and like yeah, yeah. It's, it's that yeah, kind like, of comedy. And Mor- Morgan Freeman just has like a very like fun sense of humor. Like it, he 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 never seems like he's like aged out or out of touch from like what's funny now like or, he always seems very like on on to what's going on um and you know even though he's 83 years old it's like he doesn't give me that energy like he still gives me very like very alert very spry very you know and like i said like i've seen him in a wide diversity of things and i feel like he does all of them well and so i feel like you know morgan freeman is my is my love it i got it denzel was it. a close second but i felt like i had to give it to morgan because you know diversity yeah, diversity. But all, all four of them are great. Uh, yes, exactly. I, I do want to put that out there. All yes, four absolutely. Of them James great. Earl is ninety. He will forever get the respect. Yeah, forever. That's what I said. That, that's like, I, I didn't feel right putting him there. Yeah. No, nah, I can't lose him. That's disrespectful. Yeah, I, I, I didn't feel right putting him there. Nah, for real. You got to. You got to put respect on my guy. My guy was just in a movie. I know. That's what I'm saying. I, <laughs> yeah, I, and Morgan was both in the movie actually. I and that's what I said. Like I, I um. I'm looking good for 92. I'm not even mad at yeah. I am not mad. So yes, that was our love it or lose it. Ha. Love it or lose it. Hey, 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 love it or lose it. Hey, ha. love it or lose it. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, let's get into our topic for this week. So main topic. Uh, a precursor. Hopefully, nobody's going to be offended. Um, but if you are, I don't know what to say. Um, my bad, yo, is probably what I got for you. Um, because you know, it's it's sort of a sensitive to some people. It is a sensitive topic, and some of the views expressed may not be in alignment with what your views are. But that's what we're here for: for dialogue, for conversation, for opening our minds. So. What we want to talk about this week was the hashtag stop Asian hate uh, situation. Uh, I don't know if situation is the right word, but it's the best one I can come up with at this point. So a little backstory for those who don't know. Um, in the last couple of weeks slash months, there has been a rash of... Well, within the last year, technically. Yeah. But yeah, I guess you're right. But I guess in the last couple of weeks, it's become more media... Focus media. The media has been more focused on reporting on it, on anti-Asian um, hate crimes that have taken place across the country. Um, the most recent jarring one was in Georgia. I feel like it was in the Atlanta area, where uh, a young white terrorist um, went to a Asian massage parlor. Yes, and killed eight people. I believe uh, yes. If I read the story correctly, um, and I, th- I think it was ten people. Eight of them were Asian. Yes, eight of them were Asian. And the argument that the people tried to come to us with, because you know they stay trying to come to us with the foolishness when it be a young white terrorist getting to some nonsense. Oh, you know he was trying to eliminate. He had sexual addiction ish- addiction issues, and he was trying to eliminate the addiction or something that he felt would trigger his addiction, which comes from racism because you're assuming that. Asian massage parlors have sexual uh, things going yeah, on down so to the massage parlor. It's, it's still racism. It's still racism, but we're, which we're, I don't believe it anyway. But if, even if that's your we'll, excuse, we'll, we'll get there. it's still racism. We'll get there. So yeah, I mean, 
a few things for one um the whole the so all of this happened and now there's like a campaign uh to bring attention and awareness to these uh hate crimes that are happening against asian people in this country and so there's a hashtag because you know we live in a social media era everything is a hashtag so there's a hashtag called stop asian hate and i have a problem with the hashtag let me tell you why words mean things grammar syntax semantics punctuation it all means things and so when you say stop asian hate if i don't know the backstory and i'm just seeing it for the first time it sounds like you're telling me asians are hating on somebody and they should stop it makes me it makes me ask the question who are asians hating what that's what i'd like to know so i understand the the concept behind the hashtag but you know wording wise could have been better this is the english language person pet peeve but i you know i'm a little bothered by it so anyway the guy is saying oh this was an addiction thing they're, they're definitely trying to minimize the race portion of it and trying to minimize and they basically were like oh he had a bad day i'm like having a bad day for most people means you know you cry a little you drink you overeat ice cream or some other bad food you consume some alcohol you go to bed a bad day does not equate murdering eight whole people it just Whoa. doesn't if if diabetes causes racism, I mean, you know what? <laughs> then right. I admit that maybe you are correct. Because if somebody's blood sugar spike can lead to calling somebody the n word, then I mean, I suppose if a bad day can lead to a whole murder. Yeah, so maybe it's just wild. Um, so you know, it's been very interesting watching the reporting about that and the mental gymnastics that white people are trying to do to try to minimize the fact that this young man was in fact a terrorist who went and murdered people based on their race and ethnicity and nothing more but you know whatever we'll 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 let people do their own things to try to get out of stuff um one of the most troublesome things about this whole uh situation and campaign about bringing awareness to these issues that are happening with the asian community and whatnot is that there seem to be a flurry of people black and white who are of the belief that the reason the issue is not being taken as seriously or is not getting as much attention as it needs to is because black people aren't speaking up about the issue I've seen a few think pieces um, and you know uh, long paragraph Instagram statuses basically saying here's how you can be a better ally uh, here's how black people can be a better ally to the Asian community here's why black people need to speak up about this etc etc and somehow the conversation has turned from a crazed white man in his racism went and killed some Asian people to well, what are the black people doing about the situation and my question is why should we um, I am of the opinion that clarify. Yes, why should we? And the re- I know listen, I'm, I'm clarifying. <laughs> the reason I'm saying that is because I take issue with the fact that we are expected to save everybody. We are expected to be everybody's mouthpiece. We are expected to stand up and stand out for everybody. But the same energy is not kept a lot of times when our issues are at play. 
I don't have a problem with black people who feel strongly about the issues that are happening with Asian people in this country and they want to speak up. Uh, my problem is with the entitlement that some people feel to black people's support and backing of their issues and the feeling that the issue is not getting the attention it deserves specifically because black people aren't talking about it the way that people feel they should. And I'm like, but why is that on black people though? If a black person wants to speak up about the issue, I am more than happy to support them in doing that. But if a black person feels like they don't want to, I don't feel like it's okay to shame them or browbeat them or make them feel like they're being selfish or not caring about other people because they're not speaking up about it. Here's the thing. Black people are not the world's mule. We are not obligated to care about, speak up about, talk about anybody else's issues except our own. And I feel as an individual black person, individual black people reserve the right to decide what they're going to put their energy into or not into. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you feel that you have your personal motivations about why you think this is something you should speak up about as a black person, go forward. Absolutely. But don't make other black people feel like there something is wrong with them for not doing it because here's the thing as much oppression as happens to everyone in this country and this is not an oppression olympic statement this is just a fact people of color black asian latino native american all of them are systematically oppressed in this country by white people fact however the history that African-American people have in this country in relation to their oppression is going to be very, very different from everybody else. African-Americans are people who were stolen and kidnapped and brought here and enslaved and have been fighting for their rights for over 400 years. The only other people that even have a mildly similar story in terms of trauma with white people is Native Americans. Everybody else, yes, they're experiencing issues here, but it hasn't been centuries long of fighting for equality, of fighting for rights, of of just fighting just to be seen as human. Nobody else has been doing it as long as black people. So to me, a group of people, put your pants, a group of people who has been fighting for 400 years and still has not gotten full rights in this country to look those same people in their face. Mind you, after all of the George Floyd, Tamir Rice, Michael Brown, the things that those people have been protesting for the last decade at the very at the very minimum I'm talking about here to look those people in their face and tell them that they're jerks because they don't want to sit and speak up about this Asian hate issue. It's incredibly insensitive and rude. Black people been fighting since we got here. Black people can decide this ain't my fight and, it, and it's fine. They can really say this thing ain't my fight. I hope those people go with God's thoughts and prayers, but this ain't my fight. And so I'm, I'm, I'm very bothered by the fact that there are people out there, both black and white and other of other races who are trying to turn this conversation into, well, why isn't the black community speaking up for the Asian community? Um, I have a few perspectives on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, I believe that this whole narrative of what a black people are doing is just a 
it, it, it was an implanted idea to kind of prove, trying to, trying to make a justification that black people care about nobody else. Because they don't have to. But okay. I, that's, not, that's not my point. <laughs> no, I'm, my, saying, my, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, the, point, the point I'm making is, is that this, it's trying to implant this idea that black people don't care about nobody else, so nobody else should care about them. It's trying to it's trying to implant this idea that like oh black people are talking about these rights and everything but they don't care about nobody else's rights they're, they're trying to implant the idea about it because it's 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 a weird thing to just start talking singling us out right it's a weird thing to do that number Very one weird. number two it also comes from this weird thought pattern that they listen to us <laughs> so like it's been 400 years we still fighting for the same thing from back then like why do you think what, so it, it, it's, come on. it's this it's this weird like and, and, I, and I've kind of seen it before where like people think that black people have more rights than everybody else where show them to me like they, they, they believe that we have more rights than everybody else because we keep anytime we have a problem we're voicing it and like and, and like a lot of like I realize perspective is is weird in this country. It's weird. It's very weird because, like, in a lot of people's eyes, the news are always on black people's side. Where, where <laughs> the um, what we like, we're we're always like everything we do, we get like um, they 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 listen to us about everything they're changing. Like it, it the perspective is just so weird. Like just just because. Like just because the news will say something doesn't mean that they're on our side. Just because they put a black person in a movie doesn't mean they're on our side. Just because like they'll have a Spider Man and they'll have a black Spider Man doesn't mean immediate like and like a lot of times when something like that happens they're like, ah, because black people always got like it's such a weird perspective. It's such and 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 this kind of and I th- I think this whole thing comes from that. The reason why this thing is that because they're like, oh, because you're, when y'all when y'all do things, get things get done. No, it it ha- the reason why it hasn't get done because that's why we keep fighting. Right, like we've been, we literally have been talking about police brutality for how long now? Yeah, and even before these, you know, these, you know, the whole Black Lives Mo- Movement matter came about. Like police brutality has been a, a conversational topic in the black community. So it's like. It's it's what, it's been fifty sixty years what, maybe what, more like and, come on and also I have a problem with why does why do we always have to save everybody and and we've had to do that for years we've always had to be the um, backbone of every movement women's rights would have not been women's rights without black women big would, fact would have happened big fact um and we're we're always having to be the backbone of things that are going on like and and and. Unless what well, we have to constantly fight for and everything, because, and it's 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 weird because it's like when we say that because we always say there's a problem mm. and everybody always like eh, it's not that big that serious until it comes to them they're like hey black people there's a problem right right <laughs> and and so it's 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 kind of annoying so mm-hmm. I, I so I understand the frustration because it's kind of like we always be like hey there's a problem here hey there's a problem here but there's a problem here right and we and we like. Well, we have to do that across the board. We have to do it with other black people. Mm-hmm. We have to be like, hey, there's a problem. Is it really a problem? Yes, it's a problem. Yep. Are you sure? Yes, yeah. it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, so like it's it's a, it's constantly a thing that goes on, and it, it, it's always a it's oh like we oh like I don't know why every time something happens, it's never like anger or 
let's talk to the white people. It's never them. It's always like let's right because the let's, issue let's, at play here is white supremacy. It's always it. it's always put the blame on somebody else. When black people have is is an issue with like police brutality, our focus is let's talk about how let's let's have a strong focus on how black people treat um, act in certain situations. Yes, let's have a focus. Or let's on talk that. about black on black crime. Yeah, that's, like that's it's, the favorite. It's always it's always not put the blame on where it should be. Yeah, and like that that that's what's very always yeah that's what's happening. It's, it's always here. like we're gonna put the blame somewhere else. Right. We're not gonna put the blame on the people who are causing it. We're gonna put the blame on somebody because because it, it's like everybody has realized it's 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 a it says it, it's like it's like saying like everybody realizes that white people be trash, right? Mm-hmm. I, of course, I'm I'm not saying all white people are trash, mm-hmm. <laughs> but everybody has realized like it's like it's like most minorities have have realized that. A lot of white people do say racist things and be mm. racist. Like, mm. if you ask any any person who's a minority, they all believe that, mm. <laughs> right? Mm. But they we also treat it like they can't help themselves, right? <laughs> so we have to change. Like there there's some children <laughs> who just literally do not know how to stop being racist, they, and so that we must we, can, we must they, they we must help, do all types of yeah. pretzels, yeah, they, they to, to fit around that. They can't help themselves, yeah. So we gotta figure it out, right? And it's <laughs> like, like so, like, and it's like to me, I'm like I'm looking at the Asian community. Like who is trying to turn this story back to black people? And it's like, but the white man is the one that killed y'all. And, like, and what we got to do with it? And once again, I, the, I, I the white guy killed y'all. I don't know if it's, it's all Asians doing that. Not all, but but like there I, are some. I, I, I do. The funny thing is, I what I see do people saying that are mostly black people saying that. I see a lot of black people telling saying. Why aren't black people being more involved? No, yeah. I, I see a lot more black people mm-hmm. saying that. Honestly, yeah. Um, and black people are saying that in return, Asian black people might be saying like, "Yeah, black people are like they might." Like, I don't know. And probably and, not. So leave us out of it. And like, I, I I kind of despise that a lot because like, black people are kind of like I, I kind of get annoyed when black people go to other races like, "Hey, I'm on your side now." Like these other black people, right? I'm <laughs> like, like that, if that's that, what you want to do, go do it. That like I, I feel as if that's kind of sometimes how the, some black people move. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like, "Hey." I'm on your side. I'm not like these other black people who, who are ignorant. They don't understand how it really goes. And we have to stop doing that also. And yeah. Because we do that with a lot of things. We'll, we'll, we'll do that with um, LGBT rights. We'll do that with mm-hmm. like, we'll, we'll, We're so quick to be like, hey, I'm on your side, not like these other people who are ignorant. Right. Like, and and here's ignorant. the thing. And, and we're, we're very quick to like try to separate ourselves from the other yeah. black people. Yeah. And, and we have to stop doing that also. And, and while I understand you feeling like you can see yourself in these other marginalized communities and these other people. I can understand that, but you can support them without making the rest of us who may not be as vocal or as supportive or whatever the case is. You can do it without trying to divide yourself from those people. And trying to to show that you're better than us. And and, and also trying to, and pointing out like black leaders is kind of annoying too, because it's kind of like, you're telling some because like a lot of the black leaders who are doing things with Black Lives Matter, they're, they're very much researched and specialized in that, mm-hmm. right? They have a lot of knowledge on that either because they experienced it or they've researched it and they've talked about a lot about Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. When things happen that aren't in their field, they do, probably don't want to speak out because they don't know that much about it. 
which is fine because like not everybody knows a lot about everything. Right. So I, I, I it's and, kind of like, and you would be offended if they came and spoke about something and misspoke or said something wrong. Like, oh, they didn't even take the time to research. So if you're going to do all that, yeah. people will just sit out and stay in the lane that they're. TLC told us, don't go chasing waterfalls. Stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. That's what people do sometimes. Yeah, and that's so, okay. It's, it's like someone is an expert on Facebook. An expert on Facebook, Facebook, and everything, and you come with them with like, yo, it's always Instagram is wild, and you're like, oh, okay, I'm gonna sit out. I don't right. know nothing about Instagram. Yeah, and here <laughs> I'm, and, I'm gonna just stay on Facebook. And here's my issue: people always want black people to be in the mix of things when ish is rough, but when things get fixed, black people never get the credit for the work they did to make it or to help out better in the first place. And it's not saying that black people get into things to get the credit, but it's like if you're gonna be pushing 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 for black people to be involved and to speak up and to do this and to do that acknowledge that they've done that and acknowledge how their contribution has made things better for you but it's like people as soon as they get what they want they forget about the contribution of black people and they'll just have it as like a footnote in the conversation if they mention it at all and it's just like you don't think that historically people seeing that being done also makes people feel a little hesitant to jump into things because it's not about credit but it's about Yo, you asked me to put in the work. I put in the work, and now you want to act like you did it yourself. Right. Like that's not cool. So, the, the I say all this to say the correct way to approach this <laughs> is to say, okay, we recognize that it's a problem of white supremacy of mm-hmm. how white, how um, certain white people or how the America treats yeah. minorities and stuff like that. We come together and address the issues, all the issues. <laughs> At one time, don't just be like, "All right, address my issues." Right, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and like, like, and and I think that is kind of the because, like, if if we go back to like how um Fred Hampton moved, mm. Fred Hampton was like, "All right, we all have an issue with um low income and how to treat how to treat low income people in this mm-hmm. neighborhood." So we're gonna talk about how things benefit all of us mm-hmm. and just work it out that way, right? Not just be like. Oh, I'm gonna take away my cause and just focus on your cause now, right? And everything, yeah. And then and 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 they and like it, it's it's just how 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 people approach it because like it's 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 just weird. It's 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 very it's very it's very very weird. It's it's like they you can um you can you can um help out another cause without taking away yours, right. You, you can, you, you can, you, you can help another cause without saying, "Oh, this like our cause is not that serious." Like you, you can, you can, you can, you can do both. My thing is this: one, two things. One, there are enough Asians in this country, Southeast Asians and non-Southeast Asians in this country, for them as a community to band together and address their own issues and create a coalition and and have leaders a la, you know, uh, what's his name? Al Sharpton and people of that nature. There are enough of them. There is no need for anybody else to get involved. There are enough of them that they can mobilize as a group and address their own issues without having to pull people in to bolster it, number one. But the inter-racism they got between them prevents them from doing that. But that's, you ain't heard that from me. But there's enough of them but I, I, do, I do understand the power of people coming together. Of, the power of y'all coming together. But I do. Well, there I'm are making, enough of you, is my point. There, there are, are enough. There are enough of un- you, well, and there are, are enough of you with the financial resources 
to really make these changes. You can't tell me like Bling Empire and shows like that are just like random people. A lot of Asian people in this country, I'm not being facetious. Like there are a number of them who are doing very well for themselves yeah. financially. So there are financial means. It's not like everybody is like downtrodden and poor. I got it. There are financial means to establish you know, political packs and things like that. Like you have, you have resources and, and hands and bodies at your disposal to start doing your own legwork. I, I, That's I, the point I'm trying to make. And I'm I not saying that people aren't doing it, but why not start developing something in your own situation that does not require involvement or input from somebody else? Well, they, they do have that. I'm not saying they don't. They 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 they, they acting have. like they don't, or no, folk, no, folks well, are acting like they don't. Well, by trying to bring people who are not at all involved in the situation into well, the situation. Once again, that, that's why I said most people were saying that were black people saying that they they don't know. So, but like, but they, I'm they, also saying it's not just black people were saying it. Like I said, white people were saying it, other Asian people were saying it, Latinos it. were saying it, a, a number of people were saying it. I got it. What I'm trying to say is there are other organizations that have that. Number right. One. Number two. I well, I don't want to take away the from the point that there is um power in coming together um races together for something. I understand that. I I'm not disputing. I'm not disputing that. The point I'm trying to make is a race to whom the problem does not matter does not have to jump in, and no one should be no, made, I, no that, one should make them feel that, like they have to. That's a separate point, though. No, it's not. Is it is because what what, you, what you're saying is correct. I don't think that it's wrong for them try, for someone to try to create something with multiple races together to come together. I don't think that's wrong either. I, no, I'm I, not saying that that's wrong. But like, what I but like what I am our, saying our is and try and creating a coalition with multiple races. Right. Two if, if, the, if the goal is we're creating a coalition to advance all of our causes, I don't have an issue with that. I have an issue with expecting and being entitled to black people's participation in order to get your point right. across. That's, which, that's what which, my problem which, is. Which, which is. which is, I think that's, that's a separate point from feeling this, that we have to create... Because what you're, what you're saying is the stop, even to stop Asian hate, it doesn't take... It takes away from a lot of different things. What does right? it take away from? Because... Because what you're saying is true. Like a lot of a lot of um, different countries in Asia don't interact with each other like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it kind of makes it very broad, right? right. It, it's like saying stop, stop, stop black hate. Right, right. The the reason why it um, it's not really the same. No, it's not because people don't I, I, distinguish. I mean, I mean, I mean that up. People it's, don't it's, distinguish black. Like no. they don't care if we're West Indian or African no. or yeah, but um, whatever. We're just black. Yeah, and it's not really as many language um, barriers as that. Yeah. So I, I, you're right. It's not, it's not the same. Um, but um, it's like they'll have a. Um, it's it's very few actual just Asian organizations. Just just like, but because like you, you'll have like. Japanese organizations, mm-hmm. yeah. Chinese, yeah. Korean, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and I mean so again, like, and 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 I, I and like I said, I I I know that there are because um, there's organizations out here, so I know yes. organizations. And, and the fu- the funny part of why they can't come together is racism, um, but, colonialism, imperialism, all because all a lot of these countries we, beast we, we with one we, another well, is all of that. Correct, and and that's, which which is why togetherness is a struggle. But that's I feel like that's something that they can work yeah, but, on. Like, but that, that's people. also. This is why it's um it's 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 a little different because those are whole countries, 
a lot of times we have it's, it's whole countries to expect them to come together. It's it's a lot harder than. No, I understand, and and, 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 that, and that's that, the point that, I just that, made. That, that's that's what I just said. Yeah. I just said part of the reason they can't come together is because of imperialism, because of stuff that Britain did with China, that Japan has a problem with. Correct. That South Korea has a problem. So. Again, white people in the mix meddling around in those countries is why they can't come together. I, I got it. That, that was the point I was making. Yeah. So it, it's it's just it's not a easy thing. So like so I understand why the system is a problem, right? Yes. The system is a problem. The system affects us all. So I understand where it comes from. I, I, the, what, what you're addressing and what I'm addressing is the problem. Is like I said, it's just the obligation. Yeah. It's just trying to obligate yeah. people to do that. Yeah. Um, I, I think the obligation is wrong, and yeah. and and also um, trying to put the blame on black people for things that for way things are, yeah. and trying to trying, trying to pass the blame right. to us instead of to the person. So right. th- 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 those are the things that are a problem. But I will I will I will not disagree that um, in the in people trying to bring them together. But mm-hmm. I, I don't agree with the obligation. Because the argument can be made, where was the Asian community during the Black Lives Matter movement when you know, we were protesting George Floyd? Like, that's that's a lot of people's um, response to um, this where are the black people is like, where was y'all at? Because, you know, and we've seen this with other groups, too, because I don't know if you remember last year, but um, when George Floyd was killed and people were protesting there was also a story that was running about a young lady a hispanic young lady who was killed um in the i forget if it was the army the navy the marines one of the armed forces she was killed and it was clear that there was some kind of cover-up in like her death and so her family was like speaking out and trying to get answers and i i believe i recall one of her family members i don't remember who's saying I don't understand why there's all this coverage around George Floyd. He was a criminal. Why are they not covering this young lady who was serving her country and who was killed? And it's like stuff like that is what makes black people be like, well, they can have their problems because if if, if you're trying to make it a conference, you're trying to make it a competition. And I think it goes back to the point where you were saying where people feel like black people have all these rights and black people have all this voice and it's somehow taking away from their issues and their voice. And it's like, I understand that you're hurt that your child was killed. And, you know, rest in peace to her. I'm very sorry that it happened. I think, you know, there's a lot of messed up things that happen in the armed forces when it comes to people dying. Because there's a few cases I've read about where people have died and it's been covered up. So I, I, I'm very sorry and I understand their hurt and pain. But I just felt like it was so tasteless and, and, and just insensitive to say that this issue doesn't matter because this person was this kind of way and this person was an army uh, serving in the army and so their story should get more traction. It's like, yes, the story should get traction, but it's not the same. Correct. And so So, it's like, because I remember seeing a lot of conversation about that and it was like a lot of black people I saw commenting on social media were like, this is why we don't fool with other people's issues because they feel like their like their issues are comparable with ours somehow, and they will try to diminish what we've got going on because they feel their stuff isn't getting enough attention. And I'm like, I understand where people are coming from. This is why I was offended when I read that because I'm like, these things are not the same. So I'm, 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 I'm gonna address all those things. Number one, I think that it is completely wrong what was said about it. 
because it's I, I, I don't think you have to demean one right to bring up yours yes so that is both that, deaths are tragic we can agree to that correct but I, I think that's that's part of the problem mm-hmm. of why certain things happen because they're mm-hmm. like oh no and like people feel that about a lot of times about their own race a lot mm-hmm. of times people are like alright you do this but like right. like it's it becomes mm-hmm. what's called mm-hmm. a, a personal Olympics yeah. with with stuff like that, mm-hmm. which is not the way we should do things. Yeah, right. Number one, number two. I also think that we have to, um, society in general. Um, I'm not pointing out black people because a lot of people in society do this, and we have to do better at this. Is like she was saying that mm-hmm. about that, and she, and the other people around her might have been saying that. But I don't want to put that on the whole Hispanic community <laughs> for doing that. I, I, but that's just a smaller piece of overall experiences that. But it's still, it's still, that, it's still even if it was different, multiple experiences should still not be put on the whole Hispanic community. But that's but see that's 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 where I have to stop you because we don't get that grace. Black people don't get that grace. What do you mean? Black people don't get the grace of. That one thing does not represent the entire correct Latin, the entire community. People don't. But, give but it's, a, it's still wrong both ways. But people. But what the point I'm trying to make to you is, people don't give us that grace, Got it. and that is why black people are hesitant to jump into other people's things. I understand because what you're saying. we're not given the same grace that we that we often give other people. Correct. I I I understand. I'm not saying no. We we should be getting that grace. You're, you're right. They don't give us that grace. But that, but both being wrong doesn't make it right. You get what I'm saying? Okay. So like you, you're you're right. I and you you never you never you never like I would, I would never disagree with that point that they don't give us the same grace. Mm-hmm. A lot of people of other races don't give us the same grace right. as what one black person does doesn't paint the whole race. Like they mm-hmm. do all the time. Yeah. But us doing it to them doesn't make it right. <laughs> it doesn't make it right. But I also I I, I a part of me is also on. Conservation, conservation, what do you conservation mean? of black people's energy. What do you mean? Because I feel like black people expend a lot of energy just to survive, and okay. I, I personally do not feel. And this is just me, just me saying this. I personally do not feel in in my heart of hearts that we should be the first to the presses. That's a different conversation, but yes, running to give our energy to solving other people's problems. Correct. I, I, I got it. I don't I don't I, feel that I, way. I, I believe I believe in people being conservationists and I, I, I agree. But I still don't I I I, I still I, I still think it's a different point from It's not. How's it not a different point? It's not a different point. I basically said it when I opened the whole conversation. Black no, no, people reserve the right to no, no. not be a part of things. That's I mean, what I'm that's point what from what you said. Just before that, that's what, what did I say? Just before that, like you, because I'm we were addressing the broader brush thing. I was like, that, yes, that, that's what I'm the, about. the point, the way I'm connecting that point is because we don't get that grace, we don't have to give it to other people, and we can then conserve our energy for our problems. Look, we're not obligated I, I, to give that grace what, to other people. That's well, my feeling. We're not obligated to not paint a broad brush. No. I don't know if well, we ch- if obligation, black, obligation is the wrong black, word, but I, 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 I feel person, as if that as a human we shouldn't put broad brushes. I, 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 I think broad brushes is well, like it's 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 not doesn't help anything. It, it doesn't it, it doesn't solve or help anything by painting broad brushes at all with, with anything. 
Okay. Like it, it because like paintbrush is about um, uh, race, uh, gender, or whatever it is. Whatever it is, paintbrush doesn't solve anything. Here's my thing: I'm keeping the same energy that's kept with me. With that's it. That with I understand with a person. Like with if, a per- I'm not saying that if, all- if, if, if a if a person does something to you, you should keep the same energy with that person. I, I just don't think that it should be used like if this person does the same energy, someone of the same background should get the, the, the energy that was given. For, I, I think that's not fair. Life isn't fair. Um, but, I'm, I'm going to because, because I just I just don't I just have a hard time as a person having that same grace when it's never afforded to me. But you but people automatically I, assume things about us because we're black without knowing us once again, without anything. I got that. So it's just like. How, how, how can I? If that person who's not giving you the same grace, yes, don't give that person the same but grace. But how can but I? how can you give it? How, how are you putting that on somebody else who has nothing to do with that? I'm not putting it on anybody else, but I'm keeping my good eye on them. I'm not going to let my guard down. What do you mean? I'm going to keep, listen. Part, uh, another part, we got to get off this topic, but another part of this, um, of why I feel like black people are very hesitant about jumping into this stop Asian hate conversation, um, particularly this week, this past week, is that this past week was the anniversary of the dash, death of Latasha Harlins. Okay. If you don't know who Latasha Harlins is, Latasha Harlins is a 15-year-old girl who was killed in California, uh, I want to say back in the mid-90s by an Asian store owner who thought she was stealing something who shot and killed her in the back of her head and I think uh, a park was recently named after her in California and her the, the, the anniversary of her death was last week and I think that conjured up a lot of memories for black people about why they feel hesitant to jump into Asian related issues because they feel that Asian people have discriminated against us and painted us with a broad brush and you can't say that those people's experience or 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 understanding of how they think Asians feel about black people isn't valid and so I, my whole thing is valid is not the correct word I, 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 I gotta say that with your, your experience and, and your feelings are valid but to I, 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 I feel as if like okay here's, here's the thing everybody in every racial group is not the same correct we can agree on that correct however I think everybody has to be as black people who are constantly under attack from everybody we're not safe from anybody I got it we cannot just be out here like Lottie Dottie, like just thing. being like, not. oh, you got to be on guard with people. That's my opinion. Of course not. You got to be on guard with people. And so okay. that, the only thing I'm trying to say is if I choose to be on guard okay. and not really get involved in certain things because I don't really know because history has shown me X, Y, Z about X, Y, Z, I should be able to do that without being guilted or made to seem like I'm a bigot or I'm ignorant or I don't care. Maybe I'm just self-preserving because history, my experience, my family's experience, whatever the case has has shown me that this particular group of people doesn't have my best interests at heart or doesn't see my people and see the value of them for what it is. 
what you're saying is true. And and like I said, it, it, it's like um, I I think I think. What, what, I, I guess my, my, my whole point is this What happened in Georgia was terrible Right? We all agree Agreed If someone was like Hey I'm listening to you I'm having, I'm having a meeting to address that situation mm. I can choose to go or not go Right Right? Yes I can go or not go I can right. go because I have I want to go or not right. go and everything mm-hmm. I don't think that you, I should be obligated to go or not Right to go to a meeting to address any situation. Right. Just like I don't have to, I'm not obligated to go to any situation to address black situation. Mm-hmm. I'm just not obligated to go exactly. whatever it is. Right? Right. That is, I think, a different conversation than oh, oh, oh. than you than using what has what has another agent which, like I said, they're different countries. They're not, they're not together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone else who's from a, might be from a different country mm-hmm. might have done to a black person, and like how I should feel about that. Now that's how people operate, right? And I get that, mm-hmm. but I, I feel I don't, I don't think that it's a valid or fair thing to how how people move. I I, I I'm not saying that's that's what happens, of mm-hmm. course, and that that that's how things do. But I I don't think that's a valid or fair way that people can move with that because like I said um it's like you're um you're you're saying this um person who might be from Korea has offended me so and even if the other person is from Korea, they might be from the same family, same country, same part, mm-hmm. whatever it is, not the same area, right. everything like that. And I, I, I shouldn't fight for them because for that same reason. And, and, and I think that is where I'm, where I'm saying, like, if you no, you're, no one's obligated to go, right? That's not that is not the point I'm making. I'm mm. just saying, like, it's if your feeling is because. Of another person who just happens to be from the same continent, right? Is it's it just it just sounds insane, right? Right. Listen, and and, and and that 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 is the main point I'm making. I'm like, yes, they do that to us, and it's still wrong. <laughs> so, like, I'm 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 just I, that's my only point I'm making. I'm like, I'm correct. They do it to us. It's still wrong, and if we do it to them, it's still wrong. So, like, <laughs> I understand, like. How people feel, but it's it's still wrong, and like and I understand people's hesitation. And that's because we we um we have hesitation because number one we we do, we have no knowledge of um different aging cultures in general. Mm-hmm. We don't mm-hmm. understand the difference the difference between how they act. Mm-hmm. We're not really sure how um they um different cultures react to us mm-hmm. and everything. So we kind of lump them in. So I understand why we do it mm-hmm. and why, why it happens. It comes with like lack of knowledge of like how different countries interact with us and like what, like we, we just, we just don't know. So we just kind of paint that brush. Mm-hmm. So I know why it happens that way. I, I'm just saying, I, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying like, it's the same way how we would get offended from there. I'm, I'm, I would never be surprised if, like, I, I, would, I would, like, they, they, they would probably definitely get offended by that. And I'm like, I, I understand why you're offended because <laughs> it's the same thing to say. Offended by what? If someone 
painted them on the brush the same way. If if someone said, "Oh, because of this Asian person, this the black people that we don't really want to support," you like it. It sounds insane that way too. Like I understand why someone would be like, "God, that that sounds insane." Because like I I would I would like I I I feel insane if someone if my cousin did something and someone looked at me like crazy. I, I would feel insane with that. <laughs> and that's my family member. Right. <laughs> if someone said, oh, I, I don't want to, because my cousin, I'm like, my cousin's not me. <laughs> right, right. So, like, I, I understand why someone would just be uh, be upset by just someone, like, just in the same continent as me from, right. from my family. Right. Which is automatically just right. not, right. not do But something. again, as I said at the beginning, the problem here is not black people or Asian people or any of that. It's actually white supremacy. Because the argument can be Correct. made that based on certain practices and things that happen I've seen it said multiple times there are many people from Asian countries who are seeking to align with whiteness because they think that is what's up and then whiteness has convinced the rest of us that we should war with each other for varying reasons and that's what we keep doing and so this whole conversation really boils down to racism white supremacy and how that is creating division that doesn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my whole, like I said, I feel like people have the right to support or not support what they want to support. Correct. Um, I would I say this has been a very traumatic time. I mean, it's always been a traumatic time for black people in this country. But um, <laughs> I feel like this past year, two, three, four, five years have been very, very traumatic for black people. There's been a lot of marches, a lot of deaths, a lot of things. So my whole, my overarching thing is at the end of the day black people have been fighting for a long time and if they feel like they just want to sit this particular one out that's cool I won't shame you I won't make you feel no type of way if you want to sit this one out you can if you got the energy to go forward and fight on go for it but I'm just I I think I think I'm I'm annoyed at the fact that we're even brought into the conversation um, to kind of like be the foot soldiers for something and it's like we've been foot soldiering for a long time we can respectfully sit this one out if we want. No, correct. We can. And 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 I agree. And I and the, I, I, and the I, I, fight I isn't never, among. I would, never, I would never take away from that point. Yeah, the it's, fight it's isn't just, among the black and Asian community. That's not what the problem is. Correct. The, the, which, the which, fight which, is not among is, us. Which was my whole point. Yeah, <laughs> my the, whole point is like, it's not really. No, among and us. I understood and, your and, point. The yeah. fight is not among us, but I understand also why people might be like, "Nah, I'm good." That that like I'm I'm not if, in this because I have my personal issues with the Asian community. Correct. And and if if that is what you feel, that's fine. Your feelings are valid. Right. I just feel as if it still comes from a <laughs> We can agree to disagree on that because like, you know me. Yeah. So Okay. Yeah. What's well, um <laughs> All right. Uh we hope you enjoyed this discussion. Uh hope it sparks some thoughts, uh some conversations in your own households. Uh you know, and if you think we're completely wrong, you can tell us tell us that too. That'll be completely fine. We yeah. won't be upset. Um, so yeah, that was our our discussion for today. I guess we'll kind of keep our eyes on the story and see how things go and see how it progresses. But it's a very interesting couple of weeks. So that's, that's all I can say. Um, all right, let us move on now to our artist spotlight. You got the song. Do you have an artist? It's Kalante Garvin. <laughs> you never told me anything. You like... didn't look at the docket. What is, I, what I, is I, the point I, of the pre-production see, if we see, don't pre-produce? I don't see it on the docket. That's why I said it. It's there. I, I didn't see anything on the docket. Uh, it's literally there. I'm looking at it right now. That's what I was doing on my phone to make sure that it's saved. But you didn't. You didn't. You didn't even look at it. I want you to look at my docket. Huh? Refresh. 
because mine has it. See? Looky here. There it is. No. Right there. You don't want to look? No. Oh, because it just popped up on yours? Is that why you don't want to look? No. Hmm. Funny business there. Funny business. So do you, want me to, do you want me to pull the song up on my phone? Yeah, because it's still in the seat on there. Still? You're lying. I don't. It's still refreshing. Oh, well, your phone's awful. Like, it's the ghetto. I'm not making it up. I don't know. I don't know. So this week's artist spotlight, his name is Kalante Gavin. Um, Kalante is from Somerville, South Carolina. Um, he has been singing in church since he was four years old. Kalante with a C or a K? Kalante with a C or a K? Kalante with a K. And um, he was a member of Bold Ministries International in Monk's Corner, South Carolina. I feel like I've heard of Monk's Corner before. Maybe I know somebody from there. He uh, attended Somerville High School um, in South Carolina and graduated. Um, he actually went viral um, in 2014. Um, some of you may have seen it. It was like a boy in a high school singing I Won't Complain uh, to a cafeteria worker. And he was like singing and singing down in the cafeteria at the school. And um, that's kind of where he first gained... Um, some notoriety and then um in 2016 he got signed to a label uh and uh he was working with myron butler if you're into gospel music you know who that is um and he got a he was nominated for a stellar award uh, which is a gospel music grammys i guess um in 2018 for youth project of the year for a song he put out that year called higher um he put out an album i believe last year um well, this year, early this year, called the Now Experience, and I guess Now stands for No Ordinary Worship. Um, again, I saw him on uh, Terrell Grice on YouTube. If you don't watch that, you should go watch it. He plays Song Association. He has some really, really amazing people come on and sing. And so Kalante came on and talked about his life story and like stuff he went through as a kid and what led him to being a gospel singer and and, and so on and so forth. Really inspirational story. Um, he's twenty one. Twenty one. 21 22 he's gonna be 22 uh this week i believe yeah he's gonna be 22 years old so a young guy um from south carolina singing and giving it up um so the song we're gonna play is called no ordinary worship and once mark gets gets it queued up on his phone we're gonna do it i was trying to figure out if there was a non-live version between live yeah it seems like it's all you know the gospel albums be live
that was Kalante Gavin. Oh, with no award. Y'all look kind of just relaxing. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm like, I was like, you I was got like, your whole I was like, feet wait, up. I was like, wait, this is like, wow, this YouTube. It's, it's, got, it's got a whole you, podcast you that we were recording here. I mean, like, what are we, what, <laughs> what's happening here? You I'm just, just chilling out. You just got loose. You forgot where you was at. <laughs> I did. I forgot what they can see me. I forgot what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because I don't know if you saw me, but I saw your feet. I felt like your foot touch my arm. I was like, <laughs> what are you? I was like, I chilled out. What are you doing, baby? If you don't notice, I'm usually like, just chilled out this during. is why we don't need to record in the house this is why we outside need to open so we can go back to the studio because it's mad luncheon happening here yeah. mad luncheon i was like wait i should i'm like get your foot off of the table now so yeah down. yeah that was kalante you know short gospel song let me tell you because he's live i was like oh lord how long is live about to be it was only five minutes yeah. so you know and five minutes is short for a five gospel minutes life. is short for a gospel song in, in general because y'all know how we can take a vamp honey we'll, we'll yeah. run it forever I was watching um, Alan AME service yesterday and the preacher finished and you know her theme was on breakthrough and the, the band started up and they started playing break, uh, the praise team started singing breakthrough then the preacher broke into for every mountain over the breakthrough beat child they was going for like 10 minutes I was like yes God I'm here for this this is my idea of a good time this is my idea of the carrying on so let's get into uh, this week in random, y'all. It's been interesting. This week in random, 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 random. So first things first, y'all boy Derek Jackson has been supposed, as Jocelyn Hernandez says, for being a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Um, Derek Jackson, if you're not aware, he spells Jackson on social media with a J A X N. Um, he's one of he's the uh, if you don't know who he is he is the relationship guru guy that's always in his car giving advice like he that, that's his thing he always gives his advice while he's like driving or sitting in his car and he gives a lot of advice about like you know how men can do better and treat women better and how women can choose better men and blah 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 he's overall one of the from what I have seen better liked relationship gurus that's male because most people don't really be liking them I remember seeing something a couple years ago about like oh but he has a wife though I don't know why he keeps hiding her and people, that's back when Drake made the, late, the lyrical about hiding his kid from the world not you know whatever he said so people were saying Derek Jackson was doing that with his wife I remember seeing that but like I didn't think too much of it then I noticed either last year or the year before he posted a few pictures of his wife on his social media and it was like, oh, she does exist. Okay, cool. So flash forward to this past week. Um, apparently it's been exposed uh, that he has had a side chick for the last four years um, that he has been dealing with. Apparently even slept with this side chick in his bed, in his bed that he shares with his wife, which is just disgusting. Just trifling. Like, why... Why do this? So now, um, you know, a lot of stuff is coming out about him. Like, oh, yeah, you know, it's well known that he was a cheater. He's been with this one. He's been with that one. He's did this. He's did that. And so it's like his whole and he's like published books and stuff like that. And I think he's been like a speaker at events and something like that. So basically his whole sort of image that his business is built on is now. What image is his business built on? His image is. Faithful married man relationship guru. That's what he. That's what it said. That that's what he does. That's his whole thing. Is like I know relationship guru. I don't know if it's a faithful married man. So I'm asking that well, question. 
if you're being a relationship guru and talking about how cheating on women is trash and you shouldn't do that he, he says sh- that yes he says things okay. like that if, I, I, if, I don't know I'm if you're saying. using that kind of language yes. then the assumption would be you're not cheating that you're not a cheater yeah. <laughs> on your I, wife I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't follow him I don't know nothing yeah, about him yeah I follow him and I've watched some of his videos and he, he, he covers a lot of like topics and I, I, I was of the impression he handled it really really well like because I feel like some of these male relationship gurus like they're not as balanced sometimes like they'll say stuff Stuff that you know kind of puts the eggs all in the woman's basket and none in the men's so I've liked the fact that he's been very balanced in his uh, takes and perspectives on things so to come to find out that you know you were saying one thing but living another is interesting and I don't think it's new at this point that people do that people do it every day mm-hmm. people do it every day it's no big deal but um, you know I just think and people, nope. people have been people have been um, the the um the the concern I think with stuff like that is the accusatory way you approach it. Yeah, because if you approach things in an accusatory way, you can't be acting crazy. Yeah, like, I, like if you be like, I'd be flawed too, right? <laughs> and like, like I'm, I'm trying to work on it too. Like, like, but once you come, once you start coming with the accusatory way you do, or things, coming like, oh, I do it well, I have yeah, it all I'm, together, I'm better than y'all, yeah. So it comes with a different conversation. Like you just open the door for people to start trying to find things about you. And apparently, I follow Isaac Hayes' son, Isaac Hayes the third. And apparently, he had, uh, this happened back in like 2013 or 2014. Um, Derek Jackson had posted something, and Isaac posted something uh, sort of in response, but it wasn't out of order. And if you follow Isaac Hayes the third on Instagram, he says some very interesting things. So you know, he's he's very capable of saying some some out of, some out of order, off the wall stuff. But he said something. Let me see if I can pull it up and find it because I remember seeing it. And he posted the screenshot of the interaction where Derek kind of came for him. And he was like, but bruh. So um, I guess uh, Derek Jackson made a video saying something about people make time for what they want to make time for. And Isaac Isaac Hayes, Isaac Hayes, Isaac Hayes uh, had posted something and said, the quote people make time for what they want to make time for is utter BS people have goals people have bills people have sick relatives people have secret issues people have jobs people have health problems and he also went on to say the fact they aren't making time for you doesn't mean that they don't want to it means they have a life they prioritize in front of your in front of your immediate wants consider doing the same and then I guess Derek Jackson uh, responded to him and it was like a back and forth between the two of them so you know it just you know uh it, yeah it, it's just you know he came off very it came off very like he's mad scammy because he had a books t-shirts mugs all type of things he had a lot of women as fans because like i said he was very balanced in his um in his holding men accountable but also holding women accountable as well and you know i feel as if when you have a fan base like that you have to be very authentic to living what it is you're like preaching to people and i guess the streets found out that he was not in fact living what he was preaching to people and so now his whole situation is potentially at risk of being snatched up because he got caught slipping and what what i what what bothers me about that cuz like i what what i sense is his wife knew he was cheating at one point. The mm-hmm. reason why she didn't expose him because exposing him loses the bag. 
Yeah. For the whole family. Like, yeah. He, like, she's probably upset with him. Probably not yeah, like I mean, him, if he was cheating for four years, she know what she knew something. Yeah. Ain't, ain't no way somebody can pull off cheating for four years that you completely... In, like, yeah, she, it's but, very hard to do that. But she's also like... Well, this, this, uh, this, 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 this bag this, is paying for my lifestyle for our children so I won't expose him but mm-hmm. he, he would he sleep somewhere else he can't he come over here yeah it's like the same thing with like Love and Marriage Huntsville it's a reality show on OWN well not OWN is it OWN? TV one, one of them own, I think. And the one of the couples on the show, the husband was cheating for five years with the same person, and that woman he was cheating with is now pregnant. And it's like, of course the wife knew about the cheating. They she left him over it, but I guess he promised her that it was over, that wasn't what was going on, and so she went back, but you know, come to find out that wasn't true. But like I'm just saying that as an example, there's no way you could be cheating for that long and the other person don't know. Unless the person you cheat with live in another country or like I, it's very very hard for you to pull off multi-year cheating like that without it being known especially with the same person so and it's it's interesting because I'm looking at even like pictures and it's a lot of pictures of him and his daughter mm-hmm. and like pictures of their wedding mm-hmm. so that's that's interesting also yeah I mean I'm sure at some point the the woman the, the side woman knew and I think I read uh, no no the, I'm not talking about like that I'm talking about like the, he's going on this show to say how great it is, but his his wife is not coming on to say how great it is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And people were like, "Well, the reason he was filming in his car is because you know his wife would have called him on that nonsense. That's why he was always filming in the car." That sent me. I was like, "They might be right. They might be right. Correct." And then like you know, the girl was saying how she he told her at one point that him and the wife were separated, and she believed him because she saw like moving boxes in the house. So she was like, "Okay, maybe that's true." So I I say all this to say, if you're gonna be out here spouting. Um, your theories about higher living and doing right and this and that at least at the very least be having your lifestyle match up what it is you're saying publicly because when you start being a public figure and speaking out on certain things you open yourself up for criticism for investigation because there are people who legit are haters and just want to see you fail and and, you, and you, yes. you, you not doing what you're supposed to do and matching up your words with your life makes it easy for people to find things to drag you with. Yeah, and I I, I can see why. He, like, he has books and he has like courses. So, yeah, like, like you got so a whole... It's, it's not, so like I understand why... You got a whole network out here, my guy. So he, he was like, I'm not going to say nothing about this. Yeah, he has... A, funny thing is he hasn't posted any response to this. No, he's not going to. He posted something yesterday well, about somebody in his family passing away, but I'm like, oh, so you just going to ignore all the other stuff that people say? The, oh, okay. Honestly, That's a strategy. Honestly, that is the best strategy. <laughs> the best strategy is to, oh, that, that never happened. I'm I'm over here. Um, that is the best strategy to handle social media nonsense. Those social That's media, what Kirk like, Franklin should have did. He should have never did no interviews apologizing about nothing. He should have just been like, I don't know, what the, I'm not that, bringing it up. That, that, that technically is the best strategy. Indeed. Indeed, it has worked for everybody. It has worked for the yeah. popular people. Yeah, because you like look, look at Beyonce and Jay Z. Don't ever talk yeah. about nothing. Yeah, <laughs> like you just be gone for a while, and then just come back, and then that'd be it. Facts. <laughs> no. it's, a, it's a strategy. It's a strategy. Just be gone for a while. Come back. But you know what I find interesting too? A lot of these relationship gurus be on the BS, and their career be, be, because they because their relation because their um because their relationship is now have to be shown perfect that they don't have time to address the tracks right. they, they, they have to keep show, like I think that, that happens all the time because they have to keep showing like how great it is mm. that they don't address the cracks because they have to like no we're great excuse me sorry that's why I feel like I don't be trusting relationship gurus because even um, none of them 
I don't, I'm stressing none of them. I be, I be looking at all of them, especially like the married husband and wife ones. Those be the ones that I be looking at with the most side eye. I be like, what's really going on at y'all house? Because y'all over here trying to guru me to death, and I if, don't know. If you keep telling me how great it is, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. It's a lie. <laughs> it's keep a, telling me how great it is. That's a lie. If you keep, That's a lie. Yeah, if you keep telling me how great your, your marriage is, I'm always like, I'm like, is it though? <laughs> why, why, why you keep telling me <laughs> is it though like if you got to keep telling like whenever I see couples like that are relationship gurus that be having these like relationship courses and they be taking all these like curated posed photos and coordinated outfits and all that I would be like okay Hey, you tell right. me how great it is. I don't okay. Oh my god, my husband did this today, and my husband did, and it, it's always interesting when it's the the wife doing most of the, the 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 doing, and then you see the husband come on and write poems and soliloquies, and it's just like y'all gonna lie in my face, huh? That's what you gonna do? You gonna play in my face? Think I'm gonna believe you? And then two years later, we would like to ask for privacy at this time. I knew y'all was gonna get a divorce two years ago. Y'all was in my face playing like I ain't know, but cool. Cool, keep going. I'll, I'll let you rock. Um, please respect our privacy. Sweet. Ma- marriage don't be rainbows. Stop trying to make it rainbows. It, it ain't. Stop trying to make it rainbows. Some days it's a bit trash. Okay, <laughs> like don't. It's just the truth. Stop trying to make it rainbows. Right. Like I get that you. I get that you love your partner. You think, it, but it's not it's, rainbows. It's not rainbows. It's, it's not. not. It's not. <laughs> you don't have to convince me. You don't have to convince any of the rest of us. It's not rainbows. It's not rainbows. There'd be some days where it'd be like, you know what? I don't like this. So you'd be caught up in the marriage and ministry thing. Yeah. And I'm like, Let, let's let's not get out of hand. Some days you'd be like, I hate it here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't hate it here. I don't I don't hate her. Just wanna say that publicly. I don't hate it here. Why are you really wise at me? Do you hate it here? Don't put me in this. <laughs> don't put me in your comments. <laughs> I'm just saying that there are some days where people may feel that way. Okay, so don't, that they hate it here. All I'm saying is don't try to push your you're, uh, you're hating of this, this marriage. I don't hate anything. Me. I'm on, just saying that's where me. people. That's sometimes where people be. It's okay, just, those people, right? It'd be people. It'd be crazy. I don't hate it here. It'd be crazy, right? So now we're gonna do that. <laughs> now, now we're gonna pretend be in our feelings. It'd be, it'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. We're gonna pretend be in our feelings now. It'd be crazy out here. I know it's crazy. I'm tired so, of you. Uh, <laughs> Are you, are you really doing that right now? Are you going to pretend being your what's, feelings right what's, now? What's next? No, no, no. Not, what's, not, what's next? Are you going to pretend being your feelings right now? I don't hate it here. I already told you that. I don't know, I don't know why, you're, why you're pretending your feelings about this. It's fine. I'm cool. Are you going to stop being your pretend feelings? Are you going to stop? I'm, I'm really fine. Come I know. I'm like, I, I hope people don't be like, oh my God, Mark's in his... Mark is, not, Mark is just dragging him because Mark's a jerk. He likes uh, to play with my next? emotions. Uh, what's next? Uh, what's happening in Miami Beach, y'all? I don't know. We should hurry why, up. Why? First, do people are still going to South Beach for spring break? I didn't know that, that was a thing. Honest to God. That just goes to show how old I am. They went in the middle of... In the, right after things shut down, they went last year. So I know You're they right. went this year. You're right. I forgot things about that. They shut down. It was like, but we out here. You're right. They did do that. <laughs> they did. shut down. They did do that. They shut down like two weeks before. And then there was like... Uh, two weeks is enough. I'm out here. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so you I forgot that people did that. that. Is that I'm doing now? I feel I forgot that people did that after, last after year. Florida say you don't need mask. So yeah, I saw a lot of videos over the weekend. Like I saw a video of a guy who I guess was trying to run out on paying his brunch bill, and so the waiters chased him down the street, and they caught him and tackled him and brought him back to the hotel uh, to the restaurant. I assume he cleared his bill up there or he washed dishes in the back. I don't know. And then 
in the midst of him being chased, somehow there was a twerk party on the street and people just like it, just a bunch of girls just ran from varying corners and started twerking. I was like, I'm not sure what's what's happening. And then I saw another video of a girl who was like on top of a car twerking and like was laying on her back, legs up twerking. And apparently her baby father, who she went to Miami with, came and snatched her off the car and took her back. to. I'm like, what the hell? is going on what what are people doing and i didn't see a mask in sight not one i said i hope everybody got the pfizer vaccine because no one's wearing a mask not one there's no six feet distancing there's no nothing i'm like what what is everyone doing i'm so confused so confused i i i just i need answers so if one of you out there in the world could just help me understand what is taking place i would be forever grateful forever grateful um, speaking of just strange, stupid things happening, did you see the story about the guy who almost got himself and his two-year-old killed in San Diego? If you didn't hear, let me, let me bring it to your attention. So the San Diego Zoo um, was open, and a gentleman went with his family to the zoo, and I guess he wanted to take a picture with the elephants, and rather than take the picture from outside the enclosure that the zoo so kindly set up for everyone's safety, this idiot decided to take his two-year-old and get into the enclosure so he could take a picture with the elephant up close. Guess what? The elephant elephanted and charged at them and they barely made it out of there with their lives. He dropped the kid on the way out of trying to run away and had to turn back and get the kid so the elephant wouldn't have charged at and trampled the kid. People, I don't know if y'all know this, but elephants are big. They're big animals. They're huge. They could easily crush one of us with one leg and it would be nothing. It would be nothing. It would be nothing. So I do not understand why. Like I said, the zoo built the enclosure to keep us and the elephant apart so that if something go down, the elephant not going to get us. The enclosure is for us. It's not for the elephant. It's for us. So if it exists, why would you feel like a good idea is to try to go up, around, over, under the the, the uh, enclosure? What would be what would be the reason? Did we not see what happened with Harambe? They put Harambe down because somebody trespassed on Harambe's property. Harambe ain't do nothing. Harambe was chilling, minding his business. And they had some trespassers over there who almost got got like trespassers are supposed to. I'm I'm unclear about why you feel you can trespass in the animal habitat and they be like, oh my God, why the animal did that? Why did the animal animal? The animal animal? <laughs> what, what are y'all asking? <laughs> I'm so confused. What, why did the animal do what the animal is supposed to do? Why did the animal animal? Why did the elephant elephant? Like, I'm I'm unclear. I'm unclear. Thankfully, the child made it out safely. I believe the father was arrested um, and the child was sent home with um, her mother. But I'm like, yo, daddy is an idiot. That lady got to be at home reevaluating how she had a baby with somebody that's stupid. I would be like, bruh, this, this you didn't go in the enclosure with the turtles or something. You went in the enclosure with like a thousand pound elephant like how you thought this was gonna go poppy the elephant ain't used to people being in there that they don't know okay the elephant maybe only know the people that work down to the zoo that bring the elephant they food and that's it you a stranger you're not even wearing a uniform they don't know you you and your child is a threat okay there's a security breach cold red cold red 
Then you want to be like, I don't know why the elephant charged me. <laughs> why was you at the elephant house? Did the elephant fight you over? That's how you said it. <laughs> That's a stupid voice. Because sir, why you why you went in there? What was the reason? What 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 was what was so pressing about this picture that you had to go in there and almost killed your child? I don't even care if you had killed yourself because you're stupid. You've lived long enough and you know better. But that kid is too. She don't know no better. She barely walked over there. You probably carried her in there, and your stupid behind almost got her killed down to the zoo over a picture. Idiot. Just I don't understand what be wrong with people. On the flip side, I'm I'm looking. It says 8.19 million vaccines have been administered in Florida. So maybe they're 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 all they're, they like I know damn vaccines. <laughs> I'm just letting you know what it says. Because that mean, how, how they, 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 they got they got more vaccines there than we have. How many? But I wonder how many of those actual people that we saw in those videos are Floridians as opposed to people from no, other I, places. I, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm, hopefully, they're all Floridians and they were all vaccinated. But you yeah. know, I, I believe it's that many Floridians probably got vaccinated because they got so many older people there. Yeah. So yeah, this father was being held on bail for a hundred thousand uh, dollars for investigation of child endangerment. Ch- charges need to be pressed for trespassing on the elephant's property. That's all I'm saying. There need to be charges for that. He endangered that child, but the elephant also deserves some compensation for being trespassed upon and being forced to <laughs> charge at people. Okay, they was trespassing. Okay, and that's all I'm saying. Upon. Yeah, he was being trespassed upon and. <laughs> Apparently the wife tried to stop him from going in there too, but he was like, "No, I'm going to get this picture for our baby." Almost okay. got your baby killed, idiot. Um, moving on. Um, so uh, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or not. I don't think so because it happened while we were on break. But a couple of weeks ago, um, Nicki Minaj's father was killed in a hit and run out mm-hmm. in Long Island in Mineola. And, and he was hit by a 70-year-old guy um, who basically hit him. Yep. So they got out the car, saw he was on the street, and then drove off and hid the car in his garage. He didn't call 911. He didn't... Uh, he got out the car, looked at it, then got back in the Then car. got back in and drove off. He didn't call 911. He didn't alert anybody that, oh, there's somebody on the street, nothing. He just drove off, kept it pushing. He picked the wrong person to do a hit and run on. Um... Because little did he know, it was one of the most famous people in the world's parent. So um, he was charged with, uh, you know, a hit, hit and run. I think, you know, it was a criminally negligent homicide. One of them things. Um, and, the, and so now the family is suing for $150 million in a negligent death suit. And, you know, people, you know, I read the comments because I'm stupid because this is posted on News 12. Don't read the comments, guys. Um, so I read the comments and, you know, people are like, oh, they're asking for too much. They already have money. Why are they? Because you killed her father mm-hmm. and drove off. Yeah. That, that's it. I'm not sure what we're debating here. Like, hit and runs are very cut and dry to me. Like, if you hit someone with your car... And you just drive off. You don't call nine one one. You don't check to see what happened. Nothing. Because I'm like, could he have survived if some type of intervention had happened? Possibly, Possibly. but we'll never know. Because you just drove off and left the man on the street for dead. Yeah. So will the family get 150 million? Probably not. Yeah, I think it's based off insurance. But you have to go shoot for the stars in case the insurance is high to make sure you get everything. Yeah, I'm like, if they get ten. It still won't bring their person back. It still won't bring their family member back. But yeah, it it, it just you got you gotta gotta go highest just in case yeah. the uh, insurance tries to. Because at the end of the day, their family member was killed and treated like trash on the side of the road by the person who killed them. Yeah. So run run the menages their money, run them their money. They deserve. They deserve. Because that's super messed up. 
to like have somebody like die that way like just hit and run and somebody just drove off and like just yeah it's disrespectful it's wild disrespectful wild disrespectful speaking of wild disrespect so another uh, local Long Island story um, so there's a private school a Catholic school out in Uniondale um, St. Martin de Porres I think it's called uh, where there's a story of an 11 year old African American well not African American he black um, the family's Haitian he's Haitian what does that yes yeah. Haitian American um young man who I guess was not working on the right problem or something in his classroom and the teacher no no it's worse than that he finished his job he finished what he was supposed to do mm-hmm. he was doing more mm-hmm. and, and the teacher did not like that he was he was going over what he was supposed to do yeah he was going beyond the work that he was supposed to do which i.e. tells me he's not intellectually being stimulated at the school in the way that he should be but that's neither here nor there the young man was being black and excellent like we are and the teacher was upset that he was moving ahead in the work and somehow this warranted a trip to the principal's office I cannot fathom what about it warranted a trip to the to the principal's office but you know a kid actually sitting and quietly doing more work is somehow a problem like can, can black people do anything can we just so you know she sends him to the principal and the principal apparently tells the boy that he has to get on his knees and apologize because it's the African way my Africans I know several of you from several countries. I've got Senegal, Sierra Leone, um, Nigeria, Ghana. Like my African people, please put me on to this uh, alleged African tradition where one kneels down and apologizes to a white man specifically. The white man part, no. I do know they, they do. Yes, there's yeah. a kneeling thing. Yes, yeah. I've seen it. However, for respect for the elders. Yeah. I don't. I don't know about the kneeling down to the white man to apologize part. That's where that's where I get a little lost. Also, he's Asian, but uh, <laughs> that part. So again, so it's like I, also, I, I don't. Also, the principals assumed that he was African. that he was like black. Black has African descent, but not every black person's African. Do you st- okay, all right. So you know that happened, and so you know the the little boy is eleven. I think I said, and you know he. Uh, was very traumatized by this um, happening to him and you know he's the mother is not putting him in therapy and you know the the principal has been suspended um, pending investigation and you know people are calling for the principal to be fired calling for the teacher who sent him to the principal's office to be fired and you know in the comments which I read again um, there were a lot of alumni from the school who were like oh yeah this ain't nothing like basically confirming that there are a lot of racist actions that happen against black children that attend that school all the time that never gets um, addressed. I think the thing that was jarring to me outside of the actual incident happening was how when the son told the mother what happened, she almost was kind of like not that she didn't believe him, but she was like, because it sounds outrageous. It sounds crazy. She kind of was like, bro, what? But after she had a conversation with the teacher or with the principal and they sort of confirmed that that's what happened, she was like, are you people serious? Are you serious? So, you know, now investigation is underway. A potential lawsuit is underway. I hope them people get that get that school for every penny they got. I hope that they, they reward those people handsomely for their pain and suffering because kneeling down? What, what are we talking about? Huh? Just the whole thing. I, me personally could not be Avery Zainab Zahara. Could not be. 
that school will be leveled to the ground by the time I'm done. Leveled. There will be no school. It will be it will, the whole thing canceled. Because you have like you you had to see my face reading the story. I was like, I know I'm not reading what I'm reading. That can't be foolishness. Foolishness. Mm-hmm. And we could get into a much longer conversation about like educational facilities and like how they treat our children. We might do that another day because we'll be here forever talking about that. Yeah. Um. Another thing that I wanted to talk about completely unrelated to any of this um i saw a post on social media this week and it made me think if you know i want to get your thoughts so a woman posted men over 30 who are single and have no kids are a huge red flag and i i would like to I know, know why the they're a red flag. i know where the sentiment comes from but what she said is incorrect I understand where the sentiment comes from. What, what, what this basically saying is, um, a guy who, I think her sentiment is basically saying, when a guy is over a certain age and they've never been married before, they never have had kids, um, and everything. Why? Why is that? So I understand where the sentiment comes from, but um, but she's incorrect, right? Because but I but I, I understand which which because basically saying. Nobody wants you, so what's wrong with you? It's not even nobody wants you. You haven't tried to be, or, or you never tried to be with somebody. Like, it, right. it, it could be either way. It, right. could, it could be nobody wants you, but also, you never wanted to settle down. Right. Over, uh, I, I don't know if 30 is the correct number. Right. Um, but, like, you never wanted to settle down in this all this time. Right. And so, I, I understand what you're saying, but like, I, I think saying no kids is, is an incorrect yeah, I I kind of read it and was like, so do you want a married man with children? Because no, it, it's just if you're a single woman looking for a single man, why would him being single over the age of thirty be a problem? Is that not what you're looking for? Is a single man like I'm? I I, I, I think her focus. I'm confusion. Her, her focus is more on the non kids than the single. And why would you want a man that had kids if you could avoid it? Like I said, I understand the sentiment. I understand where she's trying to come from. It's basically saying she's stupid, and that's why she's single. But go ahead. Go ahead. The sentiment, once again, is that um, the it it it's like it's like we always say, like trying to find um, a guy now over the age of thirty five that has never been married before or never has kids is a hard thing. Quite, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's basically saying it is a hard thing to do. So someone who doesn't have that is it's a kind of it's it's a different it's a it's different than what's usually. But done. to call it a red flag, though. Well, people call red flag is something that's it's not usual. It's something that's not it's not common. And some people call that some people want something that's but a, I can, able to comprehend. I, so I, can, I guess I can think of multiple reasons why a man would be. 30 years old and well, never you, been married or child there are many reasons there are reasons for a lot of people but it's because it's not a um, in her mind or people based on what she's supposed to mm-hmm. it's not a normal occurrence I guess when it does happen he's like oh why are you different from other people that I know right and it's so like, like, I, like I said I, I, I understand where the sentiment comes from because, I mean, because people have have said like I've I've heard it many times. People say like someone it's it's hard to find someone without a child and never married. So in so my if, mind, if, I would if, think so if you so found if, someone that met that criteria, you would be like, oh, this is great, as opposed to it's a red flag. Well, like a lot of times, if if you fi- if you finally find somebody a certain way that no one else 
have, if you've been looking around, if you haven't found it before, a lot of times the first thing is to be, this is suspicious because I've never seen this. Your first instinct is to I be mean, suspicious. I'm not, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be like on your guard with anybody. But that's, but that's what a red flag is. is you're no, on, but like to me, to me, to, I, I, I guess the language of red flag to me like is bothersome because to me, I feel like red flag is like something really like alarming. It, it, Somebody not having kids or never being married is not alarming to me. It's a question. I, I have questions, but it's not alarming. Like to me, a red flag is like, oh, I don't know where you live. You only see me at certain times. I don't have your phone number. So you're, like, <laughs> like things that would make me be like, are you hiding something or is? Well, that that's that's how people feel about that because people want to want to know is why haven't nobody picked you? Like, a, a lot of people have this view of, like, why hasn't nobody picked you up yet? Right. After all this stuff. As, like, as, if, if you're if you are such this great guy, and mm. a, lot, a lot of times people feel this way, mm. if you're such this great guy, mm. and you haven't been married, you don't mm. have kids and everything, why is that? Right. What, like, why hasn't... So I, under, I understand so, the questions. So, but, but, but that is exactly why people say it's a red flag. Like I said, I, I don't think... I, I it's just, valid, I just, yeah, but, yeah. I, I, but I see where the sentiment comes from. It's like, so you're telling me that you're a great guy. Mm. The person might be, I might be attracted to you. Mm. You don't have kids. You've never been married. Why? Right. Like, <laughs> what, like what, I, I, what is, what is, what, what is, is wrong someone keeps seeing in you that right. says, nah, this is not happening. Right. Like, and I understand why that would be questionable and why you should be like, okay, so what's up with that? What's up with like, whatever, whatever. But that's, but what, like, that's what a red flag is some people. That's what yeah, red flag I guess means. I don't look at a red flag as that. I yeah. look at a red flag as like suspicious things are happening or stuff isn't adding up or stuff just looks like funny. To me, I in my head, I can kind of explain or understand or, or, or make sense of a person who is 30 and or 30 plus and doesn't have children. I mean, maybe they've been in law school or medical school or something like that this yeah. whole time. So maybe they haven't really been dating because they've been focused on their career. No, I'm, I'm not saying it should, maybe should they def- don't. Maybe like, it's definitely not a red flag to, yeah. to a lot of people. But yeah. I understand. Yeah, maybe they don't I, have kids because they don't want kids. Like I mean, there's to me, I can come up with valid. I don't think reasons that or answers for that. It should be yeah. a red flag to everybody. Yeah. But when someone says that, I fully understand where it comes from. I guess. I mean, I w- I guess my perspective is. Is that not what you're ideally looking for? Somebody who has no previous attachments to anybody. So why would that be a red flag? But I guess because, because it's never it's, if if it's never it's hard to find. Yeah, it's, and I'm not saying and, and anything that's hard to find. People will always be, be like very skeptical. skeptical about okay, it. that's valid. Anything that's, that's valid. hard to find. That's, that's valid. Not, it's not a good thing that's to valid. see. Like that's what's valid. going on? I mean, I guess I guess in my head, I feel like. 30 is a little young to call it a red flag. I, said, 30, I, I think the, the age 30. Now, if a dude is like 45, 50, then I'm like, yeah, okay, like, let's, like let's have some conversations. 30, 40. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, but 30 is still like young I, to I, me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if yeah. I'll, I'll say 30. Yeah, like that's. 30, 30 is yeah, low, I feel low, like 30 low. is just when people are starting to sort of like yeah. figure themselves out and get their lives together and whatever 30, the case 30, is. 30 is a little low for me. Yeah, it's a little. I think, I, you know what, that's probably what it is. It's like 30 just seems low to me. Yeah. Because at 30, that's. that's not impossible to find. Yeah. You know, because some men are like 
I'm trying to do this and that before I bring a child to, into the world. I'm trying to do this and that before I yeah, seriously they, they, start they, they, dating. They, they, they want to have a certain level of money. And so like, yeah, a certain it's, level it's, of like, before, togetherness. Before they get married. Yeah, or so have to me, children. 30 seems reasonable that yeah. that would be a possibility that you would experience yeah. meeting somebody like that. 30 is low. But I yeah. understand the sentiment for someone older. Yeah, for someone older, I'd be like, well, all right, well, let's see what's, what's up with you. What's, what's the tea? What's the tea? Um, uh, the last thing we have on our agenda for today. Um, so I didn't. we didn't watch the Raekwon and go face versus I, I heard it was lit I'm gonna go back and watch, we're, we're it. watch it we were out having a play date with Michaela and her son I'm not gonna say his name in case she's uncomfortable with us saying that so Michaela and her son we had a play date with uh, her and her and Avery her son and Avery and they had a good time so uh, by the time we got out of there like the ghost first of all this verse started on time because it said it was gonna start at 8 p.m. <laughs> the verses don't never start on time they advertise the time you sound so annoyed <laughs> because I was like alright bet so we were getting ready to leave round about the time it started so I was like alright bet by the time we get in the car get back to the house like it'll be starting right about then so I can get it because I don't like coming into a versus before like in the midst or not right at the start because I feel like I'll be missing things and I'm not getting the full experience so I went on at like 8 15 8 20 just to see what was up and they had started I was like what's happening no and and, no. and, and based off of those two personality that makes sense to me yeah, I was like, they oh. do not care about followers. They, do, they, they those two don't seem like they care about followers. They yeah, care like, about they care about views. They're like, I'm here to do my music. I'm right. chill with my friends. Because most of the time, I feel like people be waiting to, to for like more people to log on before they, they start. Like, you like me or not? I'm I'm not right. Raekwon so, and Ghostface don't come off as I'm worried about these views. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna go <laughs> I'm worried, back. I'm worried about the record sales after this. Yeah, I'm gonna go back and watch it. I was trying to do it last night, but I was like, I gotta I gotta wind down. I can't be watching Ghostface and uh, Raekwon. Hopefully, this wasn't a a RZA inspiration. Child, they both look great though. Like yeah. for 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 his old, not to say they old, but they're like grown men, and they both look very youthful and very like. Just in good health. They looked good. So I was happy to see that. Um, the next one coming up um, is April 4th, I believe. And it's Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Isley Brothers. I'm going to get my old lady life so heavy. The, I need, the, the next few, I'm, I'm very excited. I need a fur coat for the for the uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire uh, Isley Brother ones. I need to get me a little fur. I need to go down to the thrift store or something, see if I can get me a little fur. Because I feel like that's the only way to watch that is in a fur. Because it's just luxurious. It's just classic. So I got to give the girls a fur and a white boot. That's my, what I feel like my, I got to do. My father's going to get her on his whole life. Oh, your father's going to get his whole life. You got to figure out how to get him on the verses. Because he's going to be in there just like... <laughs> Uh, that's that's your dad all day long. He's gonna get his whole life. He's gonna be getting his whole life. The next couple are very exciting. It's uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I'm and, waiting for that Red Man versus Method Man. And I think it's Red Man, Method Man on 420. On 420, the How High special, very cute. Um, and then they have two on Mother's Day weekend, but the names are blurred out. Is that the only two that are shown? Or those are the only two that are shown right yeah. now. And then there's a rematch on Memorial Day weekend. And I'm not sure who the rematch is with. It's blurred out. Um, who would who would they rematch though? Who who do we think is worthy of a rematch? Um, they said it might be um, what's his face, um, Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley and Babyface. They said it might be that because like it just didn't go that well. And, and Teddy Riley is now forever associated with Garbage Sound. Yeah, um, it's, it's so sad. Which, which is possible because like I, I, I don't know which other one which was speaking, like speaking like just looking at the blur out. The two, the, two, the, two, the, two, the two um the two ones that I feel as if like the person who the people were in it that felt like they didn't get to do it the way they wanted to mm-hmm. that would be Teddy Riley uh-huh. and the um Ludacris Nelly because I feel like Nelly would probably like I want to do it over yeah 
the rematch for the for the Memorial Day weekend, if I'm going based on based on the blur outs, I feel like this first thing says Patty LaBelle. Because of the way the blur out in the middle is so small. But I'm like, why would Patty and, and Gladys need to that, do that a, a rematch? It was perfect. I loved it. What would I need it? What would I need? Yeah, it for? That, that, that would be a weird rematch. That would be a weird rematch. But I'm like, I'm trying to think, like, what were the other ones they had to where I think a rematch is necessary? Because I mean, if it's Beanie and Bounty, I'm I'm ready to see that one again. That, 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 they don't need a rematch, they but I'll take it. They don't need a rematch. They don't need a rematch, but I'll take it. Because I still I went back and watched that one the other day and I got my life again like I did last time. So, you know, I would I would not be Okay, but I would not be mad at that. Ashanti and Keisha Cole don't need to do a rematch. I don't need to see that. Ashanti won. That's okay. That's point blank so, in the period. Let me see. Yeah, Swiss Beast, Timberland, Boy, Boy Wonder, Hip Boy, The Dream, Sean Garrett, Neo, John Austin, French Montana, French Montana, Tory Lanez. Oh, I missed that one. Scott Storch and Manny Fresh, Ryan Tedler and Benny Blanco, T Pain, Little John. Oh, I would I would watch one of those again. That yeah. was great. RZA and DJ Premier. Teddy Riley, Babyface, Erica Badu, Jill Scott, Nelly, Ludacris, Bounty Killer, Beanie Man, One Twelve, Jagged Edge. They could do a rematch because yeah, One Twelve, Jagged Edge. Probably, that yeah, that sound was garbage. Yeah, I couldn't even I couldn't even watch it. I turned it off. I was like, ooh. And then you had terrible Kirk, the Kirk Franken, Fred Hammond, Alicia Keys, John Legend, Fabulous Jada Kiss, DMX, Snoop Dogg, Rick Ross, Two Chains, Brandy Monica. Fab Gladys Fab Knight, and Jada need a rematch because Fab came there way too drunk. Yeah, but I, I don't think. I don't, but, it, it, but it was a good match. I'm he, a fab. I'm a fab fan, so I want him to redeem himself. But yeah, that that, that, that was a good match, though. Yeah, it was. It was. So like, I don't think they're going to do that because like it was, it was good enough. That people were like, okay, it was good. I would like to see a Rick Ross and, and Two Chains one, just with different energy, because that energy was awful. They're, they're not going to do it over. They'll probably give Rick Ross another one. But like, I, know. Rick Ross, like, I know. Yeah. I know. They're not doing it over. Yeah, but I'm excited to see what they, what else they have going on. Um, apparently they have like a new a new app now, Triller, that they're that they're yeah, streaming it, it on was, as well. That's what it was on last time. It it's not on the Apple TV anymore. So no. you know, we love to see black entrepreneurs get paid, and they sold the company to somebody. They sold Versus to somebody. I forget Trill. who. To Triller. That's what it is. I thought it was another company that <laughs> oh, they sold sure. it to. They, it was they, Triller. They, they sold Versus to Triller, mm-hmm. and gave everybody and like they're on the board with Triller now. Okay, and they um. They gave everybody who had a versus already uh-huh. stake in Triller. Yeah, so they have they own a part of Triller too. Okay, that's so what's up. It's 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 pretty good. That's it, what's it's up. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah. So that's what's happening. That's all that happened. We're gonna go ahead and get on out of here because I feel like it's been two hours. I, I keep trying to avoid these two hour podcasts, and every week, here we go with the two hour podcast because we be getting into it on these topics. That's what the problem is. But that's that's it. That's it. Do you have anything else? Any any other things you want to talk about? Any other things um, on your agenda? No? Yes, maybe? No? All right. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate y'all. We're going to go on and get on out of here and go do other fun things with our lives. Um, this is super fun. We're happy to be here. We're glad that you're here joining us. And uh, yeah, we look forward to, you know, continuing the conversation, comments and things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tell um, a friend to tell a friend so we can have some more people in here in the room. Yep, yep, yep. Come on. Um, we appreciate in all the room. y'all. Appreciate all the yeah, come on. people on the Patreon. The um. Go to our website. We we actually have we have um the the shirts and everything on the All of No Fear podcast website now. Got the merch. We um, got the merch. All of No Fear dot com. You can go there, get the merch, get the merch, get the merch. Okay. If you have any okay. Problems or any questions? Let me know, and we'll go from there. Um, anything else? Nah, that's all I had. Um, the only new music that came out this week was uh Benny the Butcher. Um, he had a a. a, a 
what's the word I'm looking for? A combo, a combo, uh, a duo album. Sorry, not duo album. <laughs> Why can't I use my words? It's because I'm hot. Um, a collaboration album. I'm sorry, that's the word I was looking for. A collaboration album with Harry Fraud. It's called The Plugs I Met Too. Uh, and the cover on the front is from Goodfellas. No, I'm lying. It's not Goodfellas. It's a Godfather. Godfather 2. Um, so yeah, that's that's what's happening in the world. Uh, so, with that said, uh, we are signing off. So um, until next time, we, we bid, bid you adieu. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. podcast. Uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast.